Hey everyone, this is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show, and I'm really excited today to have Nathan Tudor on the show. So Nathan is the CEO of Midcoast Health System. Anyway, I don't want to steal a thunder. Wanted to welcome Nathan here to the show. I really appreciate that. Thank you for taking time and having me on today. I'm excited to tell a story about, uh, tell my story, tell tell the organization's story, and what I think is important uh, in healthcare. Absolutely. Absolutely, Nathan. Yeah, no, you have such a vast background in this space. You're doing some interesting things. You're leading the charge on some fronts here. But yeah, maybe teleport us and transport us back, you know, uh, maybe to the inception moment or maybe a series of events that you went through that have led you to where you're at today. So just love to hear your origin story. Yeah, so it's really a... Uh... It's really kind of an interesting story. I, I grew up I grew up in a, a rural community in Tennessee and had a, had a wide variety of interests uh, from an education standpoint, but I really I really did not know what I wanted to do until I <clears throat> I talked to my dad one time and he told me uh, something that is is pretty practical mm-hmm. uh, whenever I was searching for uh, searching for a career he said you can do three things and always uh, always be employed mm-hmm. he said you can be in the food industry because people are always going to need to eat mm-hmm. he said you can be an undertaker because people are always going to die or you can be in healthcare because people are always going to need help. Mm. And so that was, we kind of had that conversation jokingly, but I really, I really thought about that. Mm. And I thought about, I thought about things that I enjoyed and that is interacting with people, building teams and, and helping people, which is, uh, which is really, uh, at the core of why I got into this. I wanted to make a small difference in in someone's life and so i pursued a a graduate degree in healthcare administration at the university of southern mississippi Mm -hmm. and from there i i I went uh i went in to work for a uh one of the larger uh for-profit hospital operators in the country and got some really outstanding experience with them about how to run a very disciplined uh, metric driven organization and uh, as that journey was kind of coming to fruition for me I I had set a goal that I wanted to be a hospital CEO before I turned 30 and I had an opportunity uh, a place uh, a a very very uh, small community in Aspermont Texas Stonewall Memorial Hospital, mm-hmm. uh, very, uh, very remote, very small, uh, gave me that opportunity. Uh, and I'm forever, I will forever be, uh, indebted and grateful to those folks. Um, and I hope that I had a really, uh, a really nice impact out there. Uh, and that's what kind of led me down the path of, of rural health, because growing up in a rural area, I know that uh, there are some, some unique struggles, challenges uh, that go along with that, but also mm-hmm. 
great amount of, of, of pride and joy uh, when you, you have some accomplishments. And we did some really exciting things uh, while I was out there. Uh, we put together the first uh, rural uh, health information um, organization, Rural Rio, in the, uh, in the country where we connected uh, four independent hospitals on one electronic health record platform. So that was something that I've, I've been very proud of in a way that we were able to enhance and promote care in a rural area. And from there, I moved on to, uh, to South Texas um, and uh, spent a good bit of time in South Texas, rural South Texas. Um, built a new facility there. Uh, tremendous growth. Uh, was able to help, help a lot of people. And then uh, spent a brief amount of time in Louisiana. I saw a tremendous amount of growth there. Uh, and now I'm in, uh, El Campo, Texas, and, um, we, uh, we have, uh, had a lot of growth, uh, since I've been here. I've been here over two and a half years. We're currently in the process of, of building a, uh, a replacement facility, and we're going to enhance, uh, services that we offer and provide this community and region here on the Texas Gulf Coast. And then uh, at the start of the year, around January, uh, we formed a new organization called Midcoast Health System, where we've uh, partnered and integrated with another hospital, Palacios Community Medical Center, uh, to, to form a, a, a network of small rural hospitals where we, we work together and provide care on a more regional basis to a large uh, area on the Texas, rural area on the Texas Gulf Coast, and it's something that's new, something that we're really excited about. We have a lot of things going on. Uh, we're bringing uh, several new access points and providers to, to people along this area. So, very excited and, and proud of all that. But you know, the the biggest uh, the biggest um, award and recognition I could have is definitely the teams and the people that I've been involved with on a daily basis um, and what we've been able to do and accomplish together. So that's that's kind of my story and, and I, I have a pretty simple uh, I have a pretty simple mantra that I live by. Mm -hmm. um, you know it, it doesn't take any effort to be nice and kind to people and, and I believe in kindness compassion and common sense and that's how uh, I encourage everyone to interact with each other and with the patients that we uh, that we're fortunate and honored to provide care for mm -hmm. I love it I love it now this is uh, you know super powerful well first of all Uh, and, and obviously in what you're doing, uh, you know, creates, it feels like, you know, it creates these like micro muscles and it's really good, uh, rhythm for excellence. Right. So you, you know, you, do, you can do what you're doing right and have excellence in what you're doing right now, where you're at, um, you know, such a super powerful scalable model, right. That, that most of America needs right right now. So, um, I'm very fascinated by the work that you're doing and the growth that you guys are having. Um, you see a lot out there, right. So, Maybe tell me a little bit about some of the things that you're passionate about 
Um, more specifically, anything that's really got your fixation or you know your fascination these days uh, in healthcare. Maybe you can illustrate a little bit on you know what is it. You know, do you have some programs going on in this area, or you know you're looking to put some programs together? You know, obviously you've heard on the show we've talked a lot about different dimensions of social factors, social determinants of health, but. You know what has your attention these days, healthcare topic-wise? Right. So a couple things. Um, first off, like we always we always try to focus in on getting to know our patients mm-hmm. um, as people, and uh, there there's that human aspect. And, and and I personally spend a lot of time rounding on patients, getting to know them, mm-hmm. uh, and, and encouraging uh, encouraging them uh, to live healthier uh, healthier lives. And and I think that's where healthcare is going to go. Um, you know, unfortunately, in rural areas, uh, it, it can be somewhat more difficult because of uh, a older aging. Um, population with not as many access to as many resources as they have in the city but a couple things that are that we're really working on right now um is obviously to get to know our patients on a on an intimate level Mm -hmm. uh and we're doing that through through several through several uh avenues we've got some focus groups going on we've got some clinical navigators getting to know them as people but we're also starting to get into some of the artificial intelligence and predictive analysis. Mm. Uh, we think that's going to better serve us. And, and honestly, I think that's probably where healthcare is going to go. Uh, but I do think that with all the technology, all the, uh, all the data that we can get, we've still got to remember that we're dealing with people, emotions, and human life. So we're never going to, we are never going to lose that part of, the puzzle here because mm-hmm. I think I think it is part of the puzzle so we focused in on on data uh, and getting to know our patients from a data standpoint but also getting to know them as people and ways that we can promote uh, healthier lifestyles uh, in this community and we hope that we're having we do hope that we're having a, a at least a small impact and sometimes you don't see that impact for uh, years uh, it may take a year or two for for that to start happening, but we believe in that. That's one of uh, that's one of the things that we feel is part of our mission to deliver. So uh, we're we're we've kind of embarked on that journey. Um, so that's one of the things. the The other thing that uh, the other thing that we're really uh, interested in is what are the most efficient, effective ways to provide access points to people, whether mm-hmm. that's through um, not necessarily a doctor, but maybe a mid-level provider or even through telemedicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're exploring a lot of different avenues. Um, and, you know, we're getting ready to open up uh, what I'm going to call, what we're calling our, our health plex. Uh, here in El Campo, and it's going to be kind of uh, an integrated uh, clinical setting with both uh, urgent walk-in care, a primary care home, uh, 
some rehabilitation services, and then some uh, some other things that promote uh, health and wellness, like um, uh, some dietary uh, options for people in the community, uh, mm-hmm. the living standpoint. So we're going to try to be a little bit creative uh, in that in that standpoint, um, but. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, like I said before, we're really we're re- we are really interested in data analysis. Uh, but again, we're never going to lose sight of the fact that we are dealing with people, and and we're here to to serve them as people. So uh, we like to think of our community as a as a big family, and and we're here to our role is to help them to heal and be well so mm-hmm. that's, that's our approach to uh, almost a holistic approach to how we're taking care of our region and community i love it i love it now this is this is great I, I really appreciate the framework so first of all it's a phenomenal projects you're doing right you know super impactful changing people's lives focusing on their healing their well-being you know and then you're intersecting intersecting uh, the latest in technology, in analytics, you know, data science, um, you know, hitting all the right elements and then getting, you know, super high leverage by, by, uh, by putting frameworks around telemed. So it's, it's super fascinating. Um, you're leading the charge, right, on a lot of efforts. Uh, Nathan, tell me a little bit about what does it take to lead in this modern healthcare setting? Like, what are the differences that make the difference in the CEO? You know, lots of resilience needed, optimal shape. I don't know how you pump yourself up in the morning or, you know, if you take a hit, you know, sometimes I'll go to YouTube and look at, a, you know, an NFL, um, you know, Vince Lombardi speech or You know, the, the other things, but tell us the difference that makes a difference in leadership. You know, tell us what, what works for you. And if you had a room of like budding, you know, young CEOs for hospitals or, or want to be CEOs for hospitals, like how would you... How would you charge them up and really inject into them the stuff that matters? Right. So what what really uh, inspires me every day is knowing that, you know, I can make a small impact on somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, however I do that, uh, whether it's just simply smiling at them, mm-hmm. uh, pat on the back. Uh, taking some time to visit and get to know them as a person like that's those are the kind of things that that get me really inspired um, because I love what I do and that's what I would tell and encourage anybody Uh, number one you gotta you got to love what you do and love Mm -hmm. people and uh, I would also I would also say you've gotta you've gotta you've gotta be definitely resilient uh, it's okay mm-hmm. to make a mistake. It's okay to make a mistake, but you also have to be willing to say, I made a mistake and say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say, listen more than you talk. Mm. I would say, be resilient. And if you, if you firmly believe in a project or an idea, don't be bashful, uh, be confident. Uh, and then, and try to inspire other people, build a team around, uh, what you think. Um, and the other thing is just, just don't ever give up. Even mm. whenever things, uh, can be tough, 
because it is tough. You're going to have a lot of hard decisions to make, but know that, that those decisions that you make, even they may seem very little to you, can affect so many people mm-hmm. in, a, in a huge way. So just be cognizant of your decision-making mm-hmm. and how how could how could this one decision bring a domino effect and affect so many people uh, and, and try to make that uh, a positive thing for for others um, mm. whether it's your your patients your employees uh, your community um, but but never never be afraid to fail never be afraid to try something new uh, and never be afraid to say you're sorry right. Uh, Right. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think that's a powerful for framework. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's almost like the impetus of all, um, all, uh, you know, progressive thinking, right? You know, the, 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 the science behind the unreasonable man of, or the unreasonable person of, of taking charge and leading um, in your hospitals and your health system and in your history, you have so many like head of households that come in so many leaders that need healing that may have taken a step back in their own life. Um, and you know, like psychologically, mentally, and maybe have given up and not come to that point of, you know, what that restoration point of, you know what I was, I had a, a, you know, a bad scenario happen. I need to now step it up and, you know, regain, you know, my step up. Um, do you have a story or two of whether it's through your hospital or system of healing in action, you know, whether it's like physical healing, a surgery, um, some sort of event or something, or maybe some scenarios that you see happen that provide that restoration point for that person, like mentally, psychologically, spiritually. Um, just love to hear a little bit. you, You probably, you know, like you said, you do your own rounding, right? And so you see it in action you smile at these people, you restore dignity or you give dignity, you know, very sparingly, I can imagine. Any examples you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a great story about that. Um, So during uh, Hurricane Harvey, Mm. uh, which impacted the the Texas Gulf Coast, um, uh, we made the conscious decision to whatever happened, we were going to stay open Mm. and we were going to do whatever it took to stay open to serve this area. And at one point, uh, our hospital was the only hospital open between Corpus Christi, Texas Mm. and downtown and downtown Houston. That's right. And we were able to take care of a lot of people. Um, that we normally would not have taken care of because we were the only option for people. Mm. And during this, uh, during this, during the storm, a family brought in a, a small child, the 18 month old child. And we are certainly not a, a, a pediatric hospital. Right. The child was in some severe uh, distress. So we stabilized the child in the emergency room, but there was absolutely no way. Helicopters couldn't fly. There was no way to get 
to any of the, the any of the tertiary centers in Houston that were open. I mean, we were simply on an island here. Right. So the family uh, of the young child, they said, you know what, you know, we're gonna we're going to try to put the child in her car and try to make it into Houston. And I looked at the family and I said, look, that your child seems okay right now because we've got him stabilized and we have uh, done some things to to kind of prop his health up, but he is very mm. very sick, right? And the doctor, you know, the doctor and I were talking with them, and I I, I had a a very frank conversation with the family. I said, look, if you put your child in the car, they are going to die in your car. Mm-hmm. I said, I will. I can't make you any promises, but I will promise you that we will do everything we can do to help keep your little boy alive. Wow. And I said, you know, it is dark outside. Things always look better in the morning. Yeah. I said, give us, give us an opportunity to take care of this little guy. So we, uh, we, we put the, we put the, the 18 month old into our ICU um, and I, it, I look back and laugh now because it was, um, all you can do sometimes is laugh whenever you have those tense moments. And I told one of our doctors, I said, I don't care what you do, but you keep this boy alive. So, uh, he did. And uh, you know, we were blessed to be able to to actually um, take care of the 18 month old, uh, get him back up to speed, and get him discharged from our hospital, and, and kind of uh, get his get his healthcare back to where he fully recovered. And and, and um, we were just we had a lot of people uh, looking out for us. God really blessed us during that time that we were mm-hmm. able to take. And, and serve uh, all those people but you know that that that's a story that um i will never forget right uh, never ever forget uh, and, that, and that that's that that one's still pretty fresh so mm-hmm. uh, yeah i was uh, we had a lot of great people um nurses physicians uh uh but you know, we saved a lot of people's lives uh, during that storm because we because we were open and uh, right. take a lot of t- take a lot of pride in that. I love it. I love it, Nathan. That's a great example. Congratulations to it because I can imagine that that scenario and example represents a mindset that you practice consistently and you project out to your leaders, right? And so I think that that's the difference that makes the difference. It, it it really did, and and like I said, um, I, I really I just, appreciate that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, you know, I've just been fortunate in my career to be around a lot of great, um, a lot of great people, uh, a lot of great mentors, uh, and I'm fortunate that they took time to spend time with me, uh, give me guidance, um, and you know, had a. I, I'm very fortunate right now that I have a 
<clears throat> you know, throughout my career, I've always had a, a great board of directors <clears throat> that were really that were really doing things for the right reasons, uh, and that is, you know, to serve and promote health in their community. So I've <clears throat> I've been very fortunate uh, and blessed to be surrounded by great people. That's uh, that's one of the things that that I think you know is surrounding yourself with excellent people, mm-hmm. good people. And that that that's really the key. Yeah, it, it, healthcare is a relationship. It's all based on relationships and people when it boils down to it. And just fortunate enough to be able to be surrounded by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nathan, I I love it. And you know, obviously, like you know, the people around you exude empathy and excellence. And I mean, obviously, that says about a lot about you, your, your, your uh, willingness to take a stand and, and continuing to take a stand and always, you know, march and pull, you know, push forward. Um, so really great stuff you're doing in the community there. Um, what I'd love to do is as you go along, love to have you back on the show, speak a little bit more maybe about, I know we touched about some technologies and stuff like that. I think all you and I know all that stuff is really great, but you know, at the core of it, you know, people process then tech, but it would be interesting to hear about, you know, how you're using, you know, or how you see process and tech coming to play in the future. So as you go along, you know, love to have you back on the show, go a little bit deeper uh, on some of these elements, but most importantly, um, I guess our listeners, if they want to engage with you, what would be a great way to do so? Sure. <clears throat> they can uh, they can email me in tutor t u d o r at e c m h dot org or always uh, pick up the phone call me nine seven nine five seven eight five two five zero. Love it, I love it, Nathan. This was powerful. This is super powerful and, and refreshing and recharging uh, for me as well. So I'm jazzed up today, and hopefully I'll make some stuff happen as a as uh, the motivation you've given me here. So uh, this was great, Nathan. And to our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. This is for people that have a passion for health, passion for making other people healthy in this world. They've taken a stand. And uh, thanks so much to our listeners out there. Nathan, again, thank you so much for being on the show. This was awesome. Great. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all you do to promote uh, health and wellness in our country. Absolutely. Absolutely, Nathan. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Nathan. Thanks again. Great. Okay. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks.